Girl Aku bringing you Sika Talks, the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see across from me, this glowing, beautiful chocolate. She said, she said, what did you say? Hold up. I bet you like chocolate. Mm. <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> I bet you like chocolate. And they said they did. Listen, but this chocolate might be out of your reach. So mm-hmm. proceed diligently. Don't Watch ask it. me no questions. Just, okay. But ladies and gentlemen, right in front of me, I have Buzz Ma'am, Buzz Babe, mm-hmm. Chanel, <laughs> Chanel, Miss Coco, Miss Coco Chanel. Well, hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Such a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. It's okay. an honor to be here on Sika Talks. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Thank you. But please tell a little bit. Tell a little bit about yourself. Don't tell them too much because listen. Oh, I already don't <laughs> need you to know that much. It's okay. So whatever <laughs> the the people okay. are free to know. <laughs> Please let us let them know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, like she said, my name is Chanel. Yes. Coco Chanel, not Coco for the brand, Coco for the skin. Speaking of skin, I do have skincare business. Yes. All natural, handmade, mm. for, well, I'm not going to get into that. But the name is Bronzed. <laughs> If Listen, it will be posted right over there. Thank you. Right Website, over there. Instagram. <laughs> Get you some. Don't be ashy. Listen. Thank you. I've been using it ever since it dropped. And listen, it's given what it's supposed to give. So She's not going to lie to you. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I put people on too when they're like, yo, this is good. I'm like, yeah. And I appreciate you for that. Oh, absolutely. Truly, that's, that's, that's what we're about. That's what it's supposed to be. Supporting black people. Yes. Supporting uh, black women. Yes. Uh, support each other. Yes. Uh, come on. Uh, it is so perfect because it goes right into like, with my girl Chanel here, the, t- the title of this podcast is The Modern, hey, the modern Woman. Okay. So we're going to talk about different things woman woman related black woman related that's deep because we can't only speak about what we experience and what we are so yes so darling okay let's get into this I'm a little nervous <laughs> let's talk about okay. friendships mm. let's talk about friendship as women because one thing I feel social media makes it seem that having that great great group of like mm-hmm. women friends is such like it's like a unicorn like you see people on social media it's like oh my friend it's like god when it's like really you really don't have any you don't have friends like or people make it seem like it's so hard as for black women to have that group of friends mm-hmm. or it always has to be about drama mm-hmm. but i feel like in real life that's really not what is going on is that something you could relate to or what what do you Hmm. what do you stand i feel like it's a mix Mm. 
I feel like at this stage right now in my life, I'm kind of in a point where I feel like God is sending me people. Mm. Where I can't believe that these are the people that he's bringing into my life. And he's also, I've been asking for discernment as well. So he's been pulling people out of my life. Even people that I didn't expect. But I think that's exactly the point. Yeah. Because I've been going through like a growth phase where where I am right now, the people that have come into my life kind of fit right where I am. Yeah. Praying friends, Mm -hmm. supportive friends, friends who get me out of my shell, Um, friends for all different reasons as well. Because, you know, I like to go out now. Sis be outside. I love that you be outside with the Africans. Come on, like, let's talk about it. Like, I love that. I really love it for you. I love it for me. Yes. It's more than just the music, though. It's the culture, too. Mm -hmm. I think, like, being culturally black, I've been wanting to get, like, find out what my roots are. Mm -hmm. So it's really important for me to surround myself with people who do know their roots. I mean, I... I befriend anybody. Well, not anybody, but like, you know. If you're there, then mm-hmm. it's up here. Yeah. And and I feel like it's a, I, I really love how you brought up um, discernment. Um, because that's one thing we don't really talk about um, that is needed throughout our life. Because there's some, there's certain situations you could have gotten out of. Mm-hmm. There's certain people you should have never, mm-hmm. ever, because you look back to where the f- so-called friendship was mm-hmm. or the so-called connection was mm-hmm. and it's like what how but that's the thing about discernment you have to be very careful <laughs> when you if you ask for discernment you're gonna you're gonna get yeah, it like yeah don't act for it and think oh not including these people mm-hmm. that doesn't it doesn't work like it that. doesn't work like that yeah. when you ask for discernment god is gonna give you he's gonna take away who you don't need and give you who you do need but also with that um I don't regret any past friendships. Mm-hmm. I feel like those every friendship that comes along and every interaction with people that comes along is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. It teaches you something about life. It teaches you something about yourself. Um, it helps you grow as well. So, because it all makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. And like certain situations too, like as you said, when you get into them, they build or bring out a part of you that you probably never knew you mm-hmm. had. So, and as I said, like in one of my past podcasts, in the, one of the past podcasts was like, friends are markers of where you're going and where you've been. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they also show you your growth, like in the I think process. that's the biggest thing that I've gotten out of like friendships lately is it's a bit of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. I've, I always used to say like who you surround yourself with is a reflection of you, mm-hmm. but even, and everyone's different, right? Or dif- they're at least they're different parts okay. of you. Yeah. But the older I get, the more um, I'm very careful about who I befriend. And also, like I said, it sh- they show me like parts of me that I didn't know existed, mm-hmm. whether it be a good or bad thing. True. But all of it is a part of my growth, so. It's beautiful. And then let's talk friendship as a business owner. Mm-hmm. So how do you set boundaries? Because like, we hear a lot about friends are supposed to be like supporters, but then it comes down to like friends don't support you. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to like friends wanting discounts and the friends. And, like, 
So as a business owner, how do you set your boundaries? How do you, so how do you, is that something that you feel like you have to separate, make business and pleasure? Or it's just like, this is me, this is who I am, and it just embodies it all? So it hasn't really been a negative experience. Mm -hmm. It's actually been a blessing because I feel like my business represents me for reasons that I haven't spoken about yet. Mm -hmm. But um, everyone, all of my friends have been very supportive in all ways, whether it be purchasing, whether it be testing, um, bringing up my name in places that I'm not reposting, liking, commenting the whole Mm -hmm. nine. the only negative thing I can say, well, two things, is like, oh, I'm only, I only would pay this much for this product, mm. which I don't like. Like, don't, you know, limit my product to a certain price. Mm, you know, okay. it's, it's more than just the product itself. It's what goes into, into it. it. Um, and then also, I think we all get this when it comes to business owners and it comes to like um, selling things. Is oh yeah. I'm going to buy that or I'm going to buy that. And you're just like, I just take it with like a little grain of salt. (laughs) Okay. Sure. When I see the order come up. (laughs) Right. Otherwise, I'm not tripping. That's true. I feel like people just, they just say it to be cute. or it's not necessary. But it's not necessary. You don't have to say that. You could just be my friend. That's true. Or if you have actual intentions, then buy the product. That's true. Don't just. Don't just say it. Oh, yeah, I was going to. I was. But what happened? (laughs) That's true. Because it's even with, even like my podcast, like, I know it's not like a product you could take home, but it's just like, okay, yeah, I do. It's like, oh, I'm trying to come on your podcast. Sure. I got you. (laughs) Maybe. Because it's just like, I am my podcast. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I am my brand. Mm -hmm. And to some people, it's just like, it's not just me getting, sitting in the studio and just talking. Like, it takes a lot of um, thinking and like, a lot of preparing. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, what I'm putting out there, I'm putting out there. And mm-hmm. I'm really big on like, accountability. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody listens to my podcast and then ends up feeling like shit, mm-hmm. I might not physically be there and physically see how I'm affecting that person. Mm-hmm. But that moment that, um, shift is made mm-hmm. it's like oh I did that yeah. so no so especially <laughs> if I already know the kind of person you are oh. <laughs> and I know the types of things you may say because everybody is like you know freedom of speech mm-hmm. but you could freedom of speech on your own platform okay it's like I have a vision Maybe devil's advocate over there <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> um right in that corner like you know so even with that, like sometimes I'll get those comments and it's like, okay, thanks. Or it's just like, oh, I meant to listen. It's like, sure. If you if you <laughs> if you were going to, you would. Right. And that's it. But I get that. So that's I feel like that's important. Like definitely like because we don't I feel like I said we are so much like social media makes life look like it's terrible or like good things are hard to come with and mm-hmm. just like where's all the posit- positivity like we talk about um we want to do this we should do that but then 
social media just shows us that we're not doing it. But some people are really doing mm-hmm. the good things. People are surrounded by love. And it's not like a unicorn or it's like, oh my God, like God win. It's like, no, people are really living. You know what it is? It's like negative negativity versus positivity. If you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. the place has, most people love this restaurant, but one person has a bad experience the chances that someone's going to speak on the good experience is not going to be likely. Mm. Negativity is always louder. That's true. So when it comes to social media, it's like, what do you pay attention to? You have to focus on that. Because when it comes to negativity, it's like, they, it does exist. Mm-hmm. But true. what's the likelihood of, and so does positivity, but what's the likelihood of you going on social media and talking about how great of a day you're having? Versus... Or, I went to the store and the lady was rude. Mm-hmm. You want everybody to know. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't support her. They're canceled. Yes. <laughs> like, why? Plus, you know, there's also a thing where it's like sometimes if you are having a good day or something good comes up, it's either, I don't know, you don't want to share it for some reason or you maybe you don't want someone to ruin that. That's true. But then, like, can we just be fair? <laughs> about everything can we just like put it all out there like i think we need to start showing more positivity yeah i feel like that's kind of the but it's like as you mentioned like how negativity always seeps in somewhere yeah it's like even (laughs) that's why like social media is just such a dangerous place because i feel like there's so much of even these media platforms that like give us the tea and stuff we're giving too much power to it I think that's what it is. That's it. I think if we speak about like how terrible men are in dating or how terrible women are in dating or just how that certain types of people don't exist anymore, but it's like the people that people speak about in the, in that sense online, I only nine times out of ten see that online. If mm. I meet people in person, nine times out of ten I'm gonna get a great experience that's with true. someone. That's true. Well, you bring bringing up dating. Oh. <laughs> uh, the people want to know. Let me stop. <laughs> Let's talk about the dating pool. Like, um, I know we had this discussion, so I'm just gonna bring it up. Um, this young black woman who had, who has. Um, types type 4C hair yeah. and she was talking about how based on the type of I feel like as a black woman I could relate to that because when I had my buzz cut it was different type of men approaching me versus when I have braids in mm-hmm. versus and even from the braids like when I throw some cornrows in versus like my the regular box braids it's a different you know black women I experience an experience okay Whatever you want, you can get. Very versatile. But you got to put something in. Period. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but anyways. Um, so let's talk about what you attract versus what you actually want. So being a black woman, is that something that you could relate to? Like even with like the whole hair thing uh, before we dig deep into that issue. The hair thing, it's interesting. It's like, 
Because I have natural, like, curly hair. It's big, whatever. And I switch it up very often. Mm -hmm. Braids, curly hair, slick back, straighten colors. Yes. Do it all. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I haven't, personally, I haven't really experienced any difference. Because I'm going to show you everything. Like, you're going to see everything. So, you have to accept every version of of me and Mm -hmm. the way that I look. Um, At the end of the day, my hair shouldn't determine... um, that but i do see um if you're in like the natural hair community i do see a lot of like naturally kinky um women with naturally kinky hair the black men don't really i've what i see Mm -hmm. haven't really been well it's just online though that's another like i said before like what you see online versus Mm -hmm. what you see in person i'm trying to think where it like let's think back to SCSU, mm-hmm. like campus, mm-hmm. like even thinking back then, like you worked as a DA, yeah, right. So people coming in and out when you have your big purple, your big purple curls. That's <laughs> <have> that. <laughs> <laughs> time, okay. When you had the big purple curls and you were sitting at the desk, and people were coming in and out, did you feel like different interactions between certain? coming from certain people as they were like passing by even though it's the same you same place same location same time me personally no mm-hmm. but one thing that i did get was really annoying is like is that your hair it's just like y'all think black people can't grow hair like men that's asking to see if I got any clips in, if I got any, like, is it sewing, wig, whatever the situation is. But I do feel like it's different based on your texture. True. I don't want to be that person, but, like, it is what it is. Like, I feel like, and I've heard men say these things almost, um, like, they want long hair. They want their women to have long hair. They want mm-hmm. them to have curly hair, but never once said kinky. Or is it like without a, necessarily, like, a certain type of texture. Texture. Would you think is lack of knowledge about the different vocabulary that's out there? Because it's like even the word nappy. I hate that word. Like to some people, that's really offensive, and to some, it's just like my hair is nappy. It's like I hate that word. Like because nappy gives unkept. Yeah, but that's also the problem. A lot of people think natural hair however it grows out of your head if it's not straight or silky curly mm-hmm. that that's unprofessional it's the same category yeah and a lot of men in essence i get think they don't want their daughter to have hair like that, that. Mm-hmm. so you're not necessarily um an option unless you have that type of hair or you wear hair that looks like that type of hair it's another conversation Listen. <laughs> Let's have it right now. Okay. <laughs> but it's really it's really interesting. But going to like the second part of that video is women, black women really I'm gonna go with the word praising, because they were really praising um white men for accepting black women in their such in their natural state and to me it was just like 
why do we always do that to ourselves and why does it always have to be our community that always has to like nitpick and like do that kind of do that kind of stuff because it's just like a white man approaches you and tells you oh my god your hair is so beautiful all the time i feel it's just like this is a difference between i'm not used to this Mm -hmm. so i'm giving a compliment Mm -hmm. because i'm not used to this Mm -hmm. it's like oh wow your hair is beautiful mm-hmm. versus black women. I know this is the kind of like my people can do this. Mm-hmm. Your people can. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, mm-hmm. this is interesting. It's funny because two, I have two parts to that. Like I want in, I feel like it affects black women and black men the same. It's about self-acceptance. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why I feel like when it comes to black men, if they do not go after a woman because of her hair type, there's a little... There's a little work that got to be done over there. Internally, okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I feel like with white men, when I do get those compliments, I don't see it as like, oh my God, he's complimenting me. So like that means the world because he's a white man. No, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Like they even that makes silly comments like, "Oh my God, I wish I had hair like that." Or, no, you don't. Cause no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> don't even sit here. And lie. <laughs> you do not. You, it's a lot. You can stop. Like, you Thank don't you. wish you give the compliment and go. Thank you. That's it. I don't see it, and I think that's also a problem. If you if you're praising the white man or any white person that gives you a compliment on your hair because they're white, you need to go do some self work. Definitely. Because it's given, um, what is that thing called? I know what you're saying, but... I have forgotten. <laughs> I can't, can't call it. it. <laughs> I can't recall. I can't recall. If it comes back out, I'll, I'll just I think we just out. need to know the power in us. Thank you. That's what it is. You remember Sika Talks? The Power in Us series? Us. Yes. It's our crown. Yes. Like... Not to get biblical, but to get biblical. Like, Samson, like, that story talks about how his, like, his strength was in his hair. Like, his crown. Like, listen. They try to make us think the other way, so we gotta, we gotta work on it, guys. We do. They, they, <laughs> capital, all capital. <laughs> want us to think otherwise about our hair and that's why we had to come back with this whole natural hair movement um accepting ourselves understanding Mm -hmm. the power in our hair understanding the power just being black it's like our hair is part of our identity Mm -hmm. and one thing it's like i don't like is people making it seem that when women are like dyeing their hair or like doing different hairstyles or even putting like um, clips in weave is because they don't like their hair. Some women clearly, at some point I was part of them, like I did not know how to handle my hair. I did Mm -hmm. not have to like upkeep it because till a point of time in my life, my mm-hmm. hair was permed. <laughs> and I really hated that whole process. Like, yes. it burned, it stunk. It's like, no. It was flat. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just got upset. <laughs> because 
<laughs> it was. I'm like, I want to look like the girl on the just just for me just box, for me. and it will never look like that. Well, eventually, I went to stylist, and you know, he was. But that was the funny thing is, I was never that person who like wanted the perm. I wanted the natural hair. I saw the beauty in having yes. natural hair that comes mm-hmm. from your scalp. That was God given. So I just want everybody else to see that, black men included, when it comes to dating, you shouldn't. This is my opinion. You shouldn't prefer her when she has straight hair mm. or super long silky hair, especially if it's not hers. Like, at the end of the day, your children are black. You should accept them however they're going to come out. Mm-hmm. Or your children are going to be black, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's just like, it's you and the other person coming together. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, like how, oh, I want to date. A, a, a certain type of woman because it's just like this is my whole envelope when it comes to like dating you gotta like what you like everybody has a preference and mm-hmm. that is okay but when it comes out to bringing down another group of people just to prove why you date that kind of thing or you. you have that um preference that's when it's like uh-uh, please shut up pack it up and go because you could like what you like exactly. but you don't have to say oh i like that because this makes you no. Mm-hmm. If you don't like, if you don't like it, how do you know I've what had, it actually? I've had black men tell me that because I used to, we used to have discussions, mm-hmm. and this guy would tell me he only dated certain races because of how black men, black sorry, black women made him feel when he was younger. Heal. And now he's taking every single black woman and putting them in that category of how those young girls made him feel. That's that's sad. Or some have admitted, well, because of media, when it comes to colorism, when it comes to hair, though what the media presented was his type because that's, that's what, what he, he saw. Yeah. He won't date anyone his complexion. He was darker than us. Or not even my complexion because of what he saw was presented. And that goes to another topic in terms of you're beautiful for a dark skinned girl. I don't like that comment. I hate that comment. The one that, no, 2021, was it 20? It had to be 2020. This boy was just like, he's like, wait, where are you from? I was like, I don't really like that question because like it throws me off. Because like when they ask me where are you from, it's just like, are you about to say something? Are you about to, but it's like, why? But anyways, because <laughs> when you ask me where am I from, it's like, are you asking me if I'm from like New Haven, West Haven? Or are you asking me like where I'm from from? Um, and I was like, I'm African. I'm from Ghana. He's like, wait, what? Yeah. You African? Yeah. I was like, why you why you say it like that? He's like, oh, damn, I didn't know you was African because I know them Africans. I said, them Africans do say what, what? now? <laughs> He's like, nah, like, you look good. I'm like, what are you trying to say? Like, let it out. And it was basically like, oh, like, you know, like, growing up, like, the Africans, like, stunk, or, like, stuff. I was like, wow. No, he did wh- not. He sure did. I looked at him and was like, wow, that's really interesting. I'm sad that that's your perception of African woman. But listen, the blueprint, okay? Thank Don't you. play with me. <laughs> Don't play. very well. Don't play. Because it's just, to me, it was like, I just saw ignorance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
there's no point of me fighting ignorance with ignorance. It is what it is, and that's it's sad, but that's re- that's yeah, probably his reality. But that's happened to me a lot because of like I'm obviously a dark skinned girl, but because of having a red undertone or having a certain texture of hair, whatever, oftentimes I used to get the question, "What are you?" Not because I just want to know where you're from, where your family's from. I get that now, but like. For years, I used to get these questions because they want to know what I'm mixed with. Wait. Mm. Because assuming that I'm mixed with something, that's where the beauty comes from. That yes. See. That's, that's, that's an the under, issue. Yeah, that's the undertone of like that compliment. I don't like that. Like, I, it's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> but I hope people, I hope ladies out there, I truly hope these men learn some sense regardless of their races regardless of what you like regardless of what you prefer Mm -hmm. i just want like it should come from it should like the relationship should be rooted in love Mm -hmm. point period regardless like i don't believe in that whole oh black people being with white people is like a slavery fetish whatever they might be in certain cases because you can tell by the way like certain conversation I started. Mm-hmm. Um, but point blank period, like let's just like let's get like let's root with love. Like also don't don't make it that if you're dating a white person, whether you're a man or a woman, mm-hmm. that your status is Thank here you. now. Because then that's that's um You're being an Uncle Tom. <laughs> because I'm with them. At the end of the day, that you're means so black. I, that's what it is. You're gonna, your children will have black, black in them. <laughs> We're not gonna bring it back to like the the one drop rule, but black is black. Black overpowers anything else. That's true. In science, <laughs> in everything you wanna break it down to. That's true. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, no. can we just mention? Yes. I love me some black men. Thank you. I think regardless of what black women go through with black men and their preferences, whether they don't want to date black women or they want a black woman to look a certain type of mm-hmm. way, I don't think we've ever stopped liking black the men. black men. Love black men. That's fact. No, like... <laughs> God did his thing. And he... He's he's gonna keep doing his thing. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> because no, like when it comes to, I truly feel like black love. I'm mm-hmm. such a sucker for black love because mm-hmm. I just believe as black people, we regardless of Africans, African Americans, whatever, like black people in general. When it comes to self love, there's so many different layers that you have to go through to be able to achieve or unlock that perfect or like that A1 type of love for yourself. Mm -hmm. Cause you have to go through the, like everybody has to go through traumas, but I can only speak from my experiences Mm -hmm. and like the experiences that I've witnessed um, around me. And I just truly believe like there's so many layers, like trauma from even parents because yeah. they went through their own mm-hmm. so they're instilling like for example like it's deep black mothers like black mothers is a whole different topic like so dealing with that <laughs> black families a whole different topic like even being you as a child trying to figure out like if you're a black little girl and you like you were 
you like rock or you like Hannah Montana, like you like you know the Taylor Swift, and within oh your God. own circle. They told me I was an Oreo. <laughs> See that? Yeah, That's something you gotta go. Like, there's so many different layers that you have to go through. So when one person meets another person and it's like they come together, it's just so beautiful. And like, being black in America, because that's another thing. Who we gonna hold hmm. down? Who gonna hold you down? Through and through. If not someone that looks like you that understands your experiences because i feel like that's that was a conversation that i had in college and it was just like this black man was talking about um dating white women mm. but he's the first black man that didn't have to bring up oh i date white women because black women da, da, da. he was just like nah really fudge but my bunnies that, those were his <laughs> words not mine I, I, I fudge with my bunnies because you know that's that's just what I like. Like okay. that's what I'm attracted to. I'm like, okay, I like that for you. And the other black man in the room was just like, nah, my dude, I don't know. Like when it comes down, he's like, he's like, for now, I get it. You know, do what you gotta do. But like, looking forward, like, mm. like straight down the line, you gonna need a black woman to hold you down because. There's certain things that you might go through as a man that she might not understand. understand. And it has nothing to do with, like, she doesn't love you. It's yeah. just a... She could be a beautiful person. Blank point, period. There's certain things that you might go through that she might not understand mm -hmm. because that's not her experience. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that it's okay. Like, there's certain things, like, that's what makes us different. We are all not going to go through the same things. Mm -hmm. We are not all going to see things the same way. Mm -hmm. But... Our experiences is what is supposed to make us beautiful because we all come together and we share those stories mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I'm just, and he was really, and I was just listening. I'm just like, wow, this is really a beautiful interaction between two black men. He's just like, yo, like, so what if you get pulled over, blah, 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 blah. He's like, nah, man, but like, how many times does that really happen? What are the odds that that's really gonna happen? And that's fair. But you can't say that because you just don't know. You should never think like, oh, that's never gonna happen to me. What about you? What about your kids? That's true. But then I'm just like, okay, fair points. Yeah, just all made fair points. But I like that you're the first person that I've had this conversation with and did not put down other people. And just like, and I was just like, is that so? If a black woman was to approach you, is, mm -hmm. would you just plain walk here, tell her like black, yeah. you wouldn't? date? was like, no, not like that. But it's just, I guess that's what he he attracts, mm -hmm. and that's what he likes. And then you, all, and you also have this instances where you attract certain things. It's just like, why do I keep attracting these kind of people? God, what is going on? What is going on up there? <laughs> Have you been in that position where it's just like, what is really going on? <laughs> I gotta be very careful with my words. <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect, mm -hmm. the three types of men I've been. It's okay. <laughs> Nigerians. Mm. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, she doesn't want ooh. breakfast. <laughs> she doesn't need the like, and shayo. I'll try one more. <laughs> um, 
Listen. I, I've heard good and bad things. <laughs> when it comes down to the African brothers, woo. Listen, stress. It's a different type. It's a different type. It's a different level. It's it's a lot. You just gotta be ready for it. And even within us, like even within like the black community, within like Africans and African Americans, like this, this also different experiences right there that um, brings us together, that like separates us Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But even within dating, because I've dated, I've mostly dated outside my culture. Mm -hmm. Same. And listen, at first, being black, like yeah. I like at first, like my African brothers is just they were just brothers. <laughs> I could not take it to the next level because it's just like, why are you so emotional? Why are you so raw? <laughs> Can you relax? <laughs> Can you relax, please? And it's just like just having brothers myself mm-hmm. and being surrounded by like male siblings mm-hmm. and seeing how the moms are it's just like yeah I'm good I've heard I'm scared of <laughs> I've heard knowing how my mom act knowing that your mom has a chance and the possibility of acting the same way that's kind of scary like we don't have to talk <laughs> African men let me in on they it they like kings in, the, in their homes I heard sometimes it could be very scary but listen I'll bring some African sisters so we could break that down and talk about it I need, yeah, let me, give me the tea. (laughs) (laughs) But listen. Step into the wrong path. You can step. Listen, you can step. I'm going to dip my toe. I'm going to just dip my toe. Just do that. Like, just see what the temperature is like. I would never say don't do it. Listen, I'm one of my experiences. Listen, you might learn about certain things about yourself. You didn't think you, 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 listen. But number two, what's number two? Caribbean men. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, Ray! <laughs> it's like Nigerian and, and Caribbean men lately have been like, no offense, mosquitoes. Like you just can't avoid them; they're everywhere. It's hot. Like it's hot. It's their season. It's their season. It's their season. It's they hot. don't leave you alone. They're very persistent. Very, very persistent. Persistent. They know what they want. They know what they want. They don't care if you don't want them. <laughs> Cause they have a goal in mind. They saw you. They want you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna try their best to get you. Yes. They don't care how long it takes. No. So that and then um, <clears throat> men that are not single. Is this mic on? Okay. <laughs> I just had to check. Stop. What's up with that? Stop. <laughs> like that's not even cute. Don't do that. Especially when. <laughs> Like relationships are not by force. If you do not want to be in a relationship, you do not have to be in one. But you know it's not even that. You know what it is? Options. That but it's like, why well, have options? Because I'm pretty sure your girlfriend doesn't know what's going on. Unless she knows what's going on and she's just like, it is what it is. But then that's a discussion for another it's day. It's one thing if you have an understanding. It's another thing if you are hiding the fact mm. that you are in a relationship. But I did you cannot in this day and age, you cannot hide anything for too long. Don't come out. God loves me <laughs> some way, somehow, in my dream, in person. Somebody will bring something media, up. Something, something is going to come mm-hmm. up, and I'm going to find out. Yes. Don't lie to me. It's sad. 
It's very sad. Stay away. Okay, I don't want anybody else, man. <laughs> and then, no, you know what shocks me is the bold ones that we really be present. Oh, and, yeah. And they are posting their girl faithfully. It's like, what is... Although, no, I... <laughs> taken men are the worst. They're yeah. the most... I find it that the single men are a little bit shy sometimes. Mm. I feel like, in my experience, the men who are taken, whether it be girlfriend, wife, whatever the situation is, those are the ones who go full force. Go. Boldness. They have nothing to lose. Because <laughs> they already got somebody at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's not by force. But listen. Uh, you thought you was all that. Hey. Listen, I, I got something to go back to. That's cool. Stay there. Don't come this side. Stay over there. Or, I'm not even going to say go find somebody else. Just... Stay with your. That's your. Stay with her. You don't, have something. Thank Take you. Care of that. It's very hard. It's very few these days to find someone. I don't know. That's. I feel like they're there, but then as we talked about, the negativity just overpowered. And then this is what kills me, right? We're this generation that believe that's big on like manifestation and all these other things but we don't open our mouth to speak good things mm. it's always about somebody puts something about the relationship after all this nigga still gonna cheat after it's like why y'all gotta do that i have eye roll i'm sorry i really hate like consistently okay he broke your heart she broke your heart shut up about it get a therapist talk to god but like ask god for discernment please <laughs> and i know i did said a lot of negative things about men just now but at the same time i realized just going out meeting people with no intention just mm-hmm. meeting people, people whether it be general. friends whatever the situation is there are still a lot of good men out here mm-hmm. and it's sad because we're like oh my god you still exist yes they do just like good women though i know there's a lot of women out here like tricking and we're just doing things that I'm not gonna talk about on here, but there are still a lot of good men. Yes, there are good out people there. out there. You yeah. just gotta be outside. Mm-hmm. Go Can outside. They- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be in my living room. Then bam. <laughs> oh, you think you're gonna show up with um bam. that pizza box you ordered? The Amazon. Bam. You gonna show up with my box of brown skull special delivery? So God is going to send your <laughs> husband through me. Make it happen. Brown skull. <laughs> Just shine all throughout. Just to remember to uh, shout me out at the wedding. <laughs> it wasn't for brown skull. He saw the glow. He understood. He smelled the glow. It does. It does smell good, y'all too. That's another. Thing. I'm. You're gonna look good and smell good and feel good. Listen, okay. It's good. Cop some for your girlfriend. <laughs> yes. And for yourself. That's why I said show up with the brown skull box. If you're watching. <laughs> My husband. <laughs> if you're watching. Show up with the brown skull box. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll drop the website right here. And I will <laughs> circles. Just just hit my DMs like hey yo. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> she will understand. Hand delivery. <laughs> <laughs> but Let's 
going down the line. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about. So personally, do you still have like a checklist? Do you think like in general? Do you think you have to settle for love? Hell no. Thank you. I'm not settling. Period. Sorry, I had to make sure they heard me. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what a lot of people talk about. Like, because we're dating la- later. I don't even know what the status is. Not status. What the um, the general, what is it called? Like, when they do polls and stuff. The statistics. I don't know what the statistics are. But... <laughs> In general, I probably remember dating later, especially black women, because mm-hmm. um, most black women are becoming bosses, and um, so it's just like women, black women have to end up settling because you're gonna be forty five. And that time clock, if you're trying to have kids, but it's just like, but no, settling where, settling why? So is that something? No, I I absolutely have a checklist. Like, I actually didn't have one before because mm. I wasn't even thinking about ever getting into relationships or anything like that in my past. Mm-hmm. But now as a grown woman and me figuring out who I am and the type of person that I want to be, mm-hmm. absolutely I have a checklist. Because if, I'm, if I have a checklist for myself, I'm going to have a checklist for my potential partner. Okay. And also I'm not settling because if I want the best for myself, I want the best out of a potential partner mm-hmm. <laughs> right now am i applying that necessarily not fully i mean i'm not where i am right now i'm not looking for my husband today mm. come back to me in a few months it might be a different answer <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not like he has to be everything mm-hmm. like on this list no but i do have standards that you do have to meet otherwise it's not gonna work and i think it's important it says you respect yourself you should have standards. If you don't have standards or a checklist, you're gonna fall for anything. Sure. Especially if it just if it, if it looks good, it might not be good. If it's tall, it might mm, be good. Yeah, <laughs> you get away with. You get, unfortunately, you get away with a few extra things. <laughs> but, okay, if it's money, that's scary. That's real scary. Because <laughs> you might put up with some. But no, have standards. I have standards. Like I'm mm-hmm. not gonna let. Just, what? I learned my lessons more than once. Okay. So at this mm-hmm. point, yes, like I know what I'm looking for eventually. And I'm not settling for anything. Why should I? I feel like if I'm settling now and I have to deal with you for the rest of my life no room i'm going to be very unhappy i'm tired right now (laughs) i'm tired of this grandpa (laughs) i'm only 26 i'm exhausted like there's listen how old am i i'm not 26 but i'm tired (laughs) but i'm not tired to the point where i'm just like okay because family's like sally what's the wedding you gotta have i'm not rushing it I'm not settling for it. Nothing. But I'm tired of putting up with things that don't equate to what I want mm. or deserve. That's true. Because it's like, when I'm looking at relationship, I'm looking at, I don't believe in that I don't date to marry. Like, I don't even know who created that, who 
thinks that is a thing. Like, that's one thing I'm never going to be open-minded on. Like, if you come over, I'm never going to have a conversation with you on this podcast about dating. Like, there's nothing you could tell me that will make, that will make sense to me. You know what's funny? I'm saying that right now, but not in the way that, like, oh, I'm not dating to marry. Like, eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, where I am now, it's like, I'm dating, but also, in a way, it's kind of like an experience experiment mm-hmm. I'm learning outside of my list I'm learning what else I like and what else I don't like like cause that, that's fair and that's gonna lead up to something potentially but then that's, that's still that's gonna make a, that kinda adds to my list about what I want and don't want mm-hmm. in a, a soulmate cause the sentence if you have an experience you wouldn't know I don't you didn't like mm-hmm. them or how what kind of probably triggers mm-hmm. or whatever it could mm-hmm. bring out of you mm-hmm. if you haven't experienced it. Yeah. But like there's some people that really like no, like I had this conversation on Clubhouse and the people were really like yeah, there's not everybody that you meet in life mm-hmm. that you actually have a romantic relationship mm-hmm. with that you end up marrying. Mm-hmm. But then if you go into like you your purpose of being out there and connecting with people is just to be out there and connecting with people there's no baseline there's no yeah plan oh, no, that is still like like yeah see even within that you know what mm-hmm. you're doing but like just I mean, being out there just to has been along the way and i'm not you know for me like i don't feel like i'm quote unquote ready yet mm-hmm. i'm not gonna if god said my husband i'm gonna be like, oh no <laughs> pause <laughs> come back in a, no i'm not gonna do that like because i if it's your husband, he's gonna meet you at the right time. God willing, amen. Mm-hmm. And it's everything's gonna unfold beautifully. Exactly. Um, I just th- I just think that that's just weird. Like, I I don't need to. No, please. <laughs> You're destroying people's children. <laughs> like, can we get it together, please? Please. <laughs> like, it's just wild to me. But everyone's having fun right now everyone's outside again. everyone's been i had this conversation with a guy friend he's african um and he did say he was just like yeah we've been locked in for so long as of right now and it's hot outside no i'm not looking for a relationship and that's okay but make sure you're <laughs> telling the people you're connecting with that you're not mm-hmm. looking for anything like if you're gonna talk a certain talk like walk it too because a lot of people say yeah i don't do that but then you telling somebody you love them, but you like stop lying to get what you want. <laughs> be straight about it, and if you don't get what you want because you were straight about oh, well, it, then you didn't need it. That's it. That wasn't for you. Keep it pushing. I that I was funny because I've been talking to a lot of people about just like honesty. Mm-hmm. I think honesty comes first. I feel like a lot of guys try to convince girls into certain things because they don't think they can just tell them straight up or just. Oh, this is also like avoiding the conversation point blank period. It's like coercion. Let me let me lie or omit the truth, truth. to try to eventually <laughs> get around to what I want mm. from this person. Was just like, why don't we just? That's the problem with everything. Communication. It's a big thing. From the jump, say what you want. So that person can make the decision right then and there if they're willing to see if they're gonna go there with yeah, you yeah. or peace deuces got and the wrong it's not, one and it's not that deep go find the right one exactly <laughs> it's not that deep like it's not everyone that you are supposed to have a connection with it's not everybody 
So some people just want physical connection. That's true, because some people be lonely. No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> men. Oh, yeah. Listen, I think women be out there too. They do. No, they do. <laughs> it's a fair. It's a fair game now. Like the play. The playground be has honest. been leveled. Just be honest. That's it. Honesty. That's another conversation for another day because it's not equal. It's not whether men can do it versus women. Women can do it. Can do it. That's true. I mean, the next the next one kind of go into it. Like, it's about the liberation of women, like yeah, music and celebrities. But looking at the type of women that we watched growing up, to like the type of women people younger than us are watching growing up, I feel like there's been a really big, there's a really big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shift. Like looking at the Megan The Stallion, mm-hmm. the Cardi B's. Um, the Hale sisters, um, looking at, so I feel like there's been like a liberation movement where from what we're wearing, Mm -hmm. what we wear to like what we used to see, um, these women wear. And now this whole liberation movement going through clothing Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be truthful and honest about it. Like, exposing, like, I feel like fashion is, we're going back to Adam and Eve. Like, mm-hmm. the further we go, we go in life, the less clothes are, we are, the less clothes we are, <laughs> we're putting it on. Well, we were born naked, and well, Adam and Eve were barely clothed, so why? Should... <laughs> I have my own opinions about that. Because to me, it's just like, and that all ties into social media and then it goes it ties into the woman and woman relation because now there's this whole notion about oh well if she's showing cheeks on social media then she for the streets or like all that kind of stuff versus like you know to certain women it's just like i'm comfortable in my skin so i'm gonna show mm-hmm. skin it's like either you like it or you don't but is that affecting us and do you think it's something that's affecting us or biting us in the butt? Yeah. Because is it fair? Do you think it's a fair argument for men to say, well, you are here double cheeked up if I approach you a certain way it's because of the way you're dressed? Uh, this is, it has a lot of layers. A it lot does. of layers. Um, there's definitely a huge shift between now and then. There's a lot more freedom. Mm. There's a lot more accepting of different types of women, different types of dress, and you can look at Meg, right? Mm-hmm. She got her cheeks out all the time, but just educated woman, she gets her own bag, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult because it's like it's easy to say like oh what we wear shouldn't determine how people look at us both men and women mm-hmm. but it does it does it does it's let me be very careful when i say this good time just because you are barely dressed does not mean someone can touch you a certain way that's true absolutely we're not gonna victim no. shame, okay? Mm-mm. We're not gonna say that she acts for anything nope. like that. Yeah, that is her body and her body alone. Mm-hmm. She can look however she wants to look. Now, do I prefer to dress a certain way? I might get a little. I might. No, I'll give you a little skin, skin. I might give you a little extra skin. Am I gonna have my nipples out? No, like I do have my own personal 
um, limits mm-hmm. because of the way that I was raised. And if you ask my mom, I'm probably still not dressing the way she was me. Hey, is that what you're wearing? Listen. Sometimes I gotta <laughs> put that little coat on before I go outside. Put the little clothes in the bag. Uh, <laughs> Change when I get there. <laughs> it's difficult because it's like, I'm a very much do you. Mm. Whatever you want to do, do you. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm going to do something different. But like, do you. And I'm human at the end of the day. So like, I will say do you. But also sometimes, unfortunately, because I'm human, will judge. Because you just like, wow. That's a lot. There's yeah. certain things where it's like, wow, that's a lot. And there's also a level of taste. Mm. Let's make that apparent. Like, for me, fashion is a bit of self-expression. So that's where that do you comes from. Mm-hmm. But there's also a sense of like, I'm very, very careful, a sense of valuing yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, can I say that a woman who dresses with her cheeks out, with her nipples Perf- out, perfect doesn't example. value herself? I can't say that. The young woman who um, did a nude graduation oh. photo shoot. Oh. Yeah, this lady did the nude photo shoot (laughs) on her campus. Oh. Like, nude. Oh. Like, holding her tatas with cheeks out. And it's just like, to some people, in her caption, she's just like, y'all know I do this, this nude. But it's like, why? Why? Like, what's the real reason? Like, that's, that's a lot. Because... Some people can say like, oh, liberation, mm-hmm. like, this is my body, da, 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 all these things. But like, is it for attention? Mm. That's not the question. The root, the reason. What's the real like deep down reason why you're doing this? Mm-hmm. And it's not to shame you by like, oh, you want attention. Like it's not, we all do. Yeah, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. I mean, it shouldn't, it shouldn't equate to your value based on how much attention you get and the type of attention that you're getting as well. Because, yeah. I don't... Mm, that's a hard... That's a difficult topic. Because I told you, I'm on both sides of the, of the spectrum. That's like, true. So it's just basically like the, the takeaway is just like... You also have to be vigilant of who, like, the audience. Because that's all it comes down to, the audience. Like, not everything is for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's when the judgment, I feel like, takes place. When, mm-hmm. like, not everything's for everybody. And then a certain, and it's just like someone pulls something out there and just like, whoa, that is a lot. For example, there was a lot yeah. of comparison between, like, Rihanna and Lizzo, mm. like, clothing wise. Yeah. And it's just like, it would be okay for Rihanna to wear a sheer dress, but Lizzo puts it on, it's like, it's a whole issue. You know what I think about that? I don't think about like body size or anything, but just does it look good? Because there's certain things that are for certain body types, and like that is on some real, real, real. But at the end of the day, it's just like, yo, I feel like by t- 2050, we will be walking around naked. I just think that's that's where we're heading as a people. Don't catch me. <laughs> Twenty fifty, we'll be walking around with pasties. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, cause the fashion. 
But like like I said, it has to be tasteless. It has to actually look good. Good. A lot of times when people are half naked, it doesn't look good. It's, it's just another not. excuse to show off another body part. Why do we have our side coochies out? I don't think those are. That's a lot. I don't feel like that's healthy. That's uh, that's a There's lot. a lot of germs out here. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things in the air to catch. <laughs> a lot of dust. <laughs> Fairies. <laughs> Can't even wear white. Okay. Walk down the street, try to wear white. By the time you get to where you're going, it's gonna be a wrap. Give it five minutes. It's sad. It's crazy. Well, I do have a question for you. Yes. Don't mind. Yeah. Do you think a woman should change her style of dress because she's a re- in a relationship or a mother? Mm, that's a good one. Personally, when it comes down to like relationship, <laughs> why? That's my thing is why. I in the relationship mm-hmm. why? And even if you know who you were getting with. Thank you. You like Cuz I've I gone through that where men's was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you shouldn't wear that." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Why?" Because it gives off this impression. But it's just like at the end of the day, what I wear doesn't detect where my loyalty stands. Mm-hmm. So and you, if, you know the type of person that I am. If you can't handle the bat, don't be with a... But it's just like, if I dress a certain type of way, mm-hmm. and being the curvy woman that I, I am... Sometimes you a, can't help it. I cannot help it. There are certain things that I will put on, listen. Mm-hmm. And regardless, you, I can't hide it. It would be a whole nother conversation if a woman who was a lot slimmer would were to wear that same outfit that you got on right now. Mm-hmm. You look good, okay? You Thank look you. good. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I get shy on camera. Okay. <laughs> but no, seriously. And then when it comes down to being a mother, I just like, I don't think so either. Because it's like, if, because as a mother, your your body goes through changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're still, you're comfortable and you want, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of mental work when it comes down to like motherhood. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mother, mm-hmm. but being around mothers, mm-hmm. I understand that part mm-hmm. and for some mothers like I feel like as a mother even more as a mother you're gonna need some outlets yeah like to just liberate yourself mm-hmm. and if clothing is one way you mm-hmm. would like to do so like yourself do what you gotta do because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're a woman before you are a mother mm-hmm. yes be representation for your child but like it all comes down to character. But then when it comes down to marriage, if it comes down to marriage and I'm, I am who I am, I wear what I wear. You know what it was. <laughs> Don't police me. For better, for worse. <laughs> Not worse. <laughs> for better, for worse. For better. For better. <laughs> so this is the better you were getting. No, but honestly, it's just like. Also, I wanna, I've been wanting to tell men this when it comes to their women and policing their women and what they're wearing. That's corny. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't like that. This is your woman. Mm-hmm. Have confidence that that's your, your lady. woman. Let them look. She look good. Be happy that they are looking because your girl look good. And it's like another thing is funny. Another thing that people bring up is like you wouldn't want your woman to wear that, but you on social media platform tap tapping things that. So what are you really doing? Excuses. There's all you get is excuses when it comes to yeah. that. 
So I, to be honest, it's just, it's just, can we not? Like, can we not? Please and thank don't, you. Don't police your, your woman's clothing. And if you're the type of man that has to do that, maybe you shouldn't be in that relationship with her. Thank like, you. let the person one. be who they are because clothing is definitely a part of, like, self-expression. Mm-hmm. And you could tell sometimes, like, how somebody is doing by what they were. And it's just, like, if my friend is a baddie and she's always top <laughs> makeup, da da and we go out a couple times and I'm not seeing the makeup, I'm not seeing... Mm-hmm. It's like, sis, are you okay? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I don't feel myself. I don't like how I look. Yo, like, so, please, when it comes to, like, clothing, be careful when you be... And also, just in general, just throw it out there. I don't know if that's something people still do, but, like, be careful when you're talking to people about how they look like. Like, stop the comments about, yo, like, you look skinny. Are you stressed? Like, you are lo- you're getting weight. What's going Oh, like, it's crazy. Like, be careful. Like, be careful what you talk, what you open your mouth and say when you're trying to talk to someone about how they look like. Because if you truly care, like, you won't bring that up as a cat. Like, a, that's, mm-hmm. that's the reason why you're asking. Just ask. Yeah, if ask because you concerned. care. Don't ask because you want to know. Because certain things you don't need to know. With the means to help as well. Just don't be nosy. That's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> then what are we doing? <laughs> Thank you. But okay. So, oh, our last, the last, the last point. I want to talk about soft life um, in general. Which I think is really funny. I feel like soft life is one of the topics <laughs> that brings... I don't see division, but there's a lot of things. I just think that between like Africans and then African Americans, mm-hmm. I feel like there's some point where Africans have started something, have been deported into something, and African Americans just trying to snatch it and make it theirs. I'm so serious. <laughs> but then we don't talk about it so like for example like soft life yo like i've known i've heard soft life for like most of my life so then when i started seeing on social media like tiktoks and like all this i'm just like "Ah, what is really going on like soft like what it's a movement now like where have i been did i miss something what's a positive movement no but this is the thing I just feel like everything in America has to be so political. Okay. And that's what, I would say it's pissing me off. It's not pissing me off, but it's just like, why do we have to do that? Because it's like, now we're making self-life is political. And it's not. Because mm-hmm. I understand like there's this whole wave of like, you know, black women in luxury. Um, so like the whole embodiment of like self-life mm-hmm. from where I've known self-life, what mm-hmm. I've known self-life to be mm-hmm. was basically like, living life like being a woman being embraced mm-hmm. um by the people around you mm-hmm. living life it's just it's just been made so political and mm-hmm. it's just like no that's not soft yeah. because you put in so many layers to it mm-hmm. like soft life is simple and short like enjoyment like living life being embraced as mm-hmm. a woman like woman as a woman your life is supposed to be soft because you're supposed to be taken care of so that's how I see. I mean, and that's that's the problem because mm-hmm. now it's just seen as luxury. When it's like everyone can't afford 
luxury the luxurious but they life. can still be living soft, soft life. life and that's why when i embrace soft life even though it's in my caption i'll be looking good and going out mm-hmm. my meaning of soft life is like life of ease mm-hmm. a life of no stress a life of i mean i'm taking care of myself but like i'm trying to be taken care of um mm-hmm. as well so i can stress less <laughs> Listen, soft life and be happy, and that's what I see. That's Mm -hmm. my when I see soft life. That's the definition. It's Mm -hmm. not about the bags and the expensive champagne. It's like that's not trips. It's just no. That's not soft life. That's that's not soft life. Soft life (laughs) is you are enjoying because you're you're living in your womanhood. Like Mm -hmm. you've been taken care of. You're doing what you can. Mm -hmm. You're getting everything you deserve. It's like the femininity problem. The whole feminism argument Mm. where it started one way and now it's being dragged in another direction. Where at the end of the day, I just want to be like stress free. I want to be, I want to enjoy my life, which is what I'm doing right Mm -hmm. now. Like I'm taking accountability for my soft life. Mm. It's not about how much money I have, but it's more so about my state of mind right now and making sure daily I'm doing things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. When I pray to God every single day, it's not a like, oh my God, I can't wait until this, this and that. This, this, and this comes materialistic like, like things. I'm asking about my state of mind. I want to be happy today. I want to be peaceful. Mm-hmm. I want to be safe. I want to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Those are the things. That's how I describe soft life. Soft life. Afro beats. <laughs> Anything Afro. Soft life. Soft life. So you have to give. Caesar always belongs to Caesar. <laughs> This, that's what I have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, cheers to Soft Life. Ting, ting. <laughs> oh, Chanel, did you have any more questions for me? Did you have anything else you would like to add? Are you living in Soft Life right now? Listen. Are you having a Soft Life? I'll be living Soft Life where I'm not working at my job anymore. <laughs> what I have to say to you is yes, darling. a bit of advice. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't have complete soft life, mm-hmm. I think it's important in your everyday life mm-hmm. to incorporate soft life. Oh, my soft life side when I hit my bed, I'm sleeping. That's no. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Listen, I do have, I do incorporate soft life in my mm-hmm. daily life. Because I cannot come and kill myself for anybody else's dream. I gotta, gotta live my life first. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another beautiful episode of Sika Talks, the podcast with like <laughs> Miss Chanel Coco. Ladies and gentlemen, ciao! Thank you for having me.